How's it, Mzanzi? Welcome back, Ego Farmers, to another episode of Farmers Inside Track. This is episode 288, and I'm your host, Dornumdu. Today, we're diving into a crucial topic for new farmers, accessing the best markets for your livestock. Now picture this, you've put in the sweat and hard work, and now it's time to connect your prized animals with the right buyer. We unravel strategies, tips and stories from experienced farmers and marketers who've navigated the livestock market landscape. Over to you, Food from Zanzi journalist Octavius Pandil and our guest Jean de Beer, livestock marketer for Andre Koch and Cien Auctioneers in Polokwane. Thanks, Dawn. Yuan de Beer, welcome to Farmers Inside Track. Today, I will be picking your brain on livestock markets and how to enter them. For a farmer who is thinking about commercializing, what are the best livestock markets for them to enter? Basically, there is free livestock markets for an up-and-coming farmer to get himself involved with, which is cattle, sheep and goats, which is the homu, dinku or the pudi. To get yourself started into the right sectors or into the right livestock that you want to go into, there's always research that needs to be done. If the guys want knowledge about these type of livestock markets, then they can usually ask the older generation people, as well as a little bit of guys that do a big scale farming. Then they can go and check them on the farms and see what they want to do, as well as they can come and see us always at the auction grounds. We're here to help always to get the guys involved and get them on the right path. So basically, if the guy wants to get started in that livestock market stage, usually he needs to do his research before he gets involved into doing big scale farming or getting the right stuff or he wants to do livestock, which he wants to do goat sheep or cattle. So basically, get the knowledge, get your research done, ask people because there's no better way to get knowledge in to ask people and just listen and take all the info in. Thanks so much. Can you share with the listeners how these markets operate for commercial livestock farmers? So there's basically free stuff you can do as an emerging farmer or commercial farmer where you want to do, but it's all about research, doing your research done. That's what you can offer the people around you. So basically, you can sell your stuff out of hand, which means you get guys that can buy the livestock from your farm, or you can sell it at the abattoir or a feed lot where they go and feed the cattle and they slaughter them and put them into the market for meat supplies. Or you can sell your livestock here by the auctions, here by our place under Kokensian, where the different people buy it for slaughtering, breeding, or anything they want to do with that, basically, or offerings, or, or the, some of them they give it for the ancestor, or they give it for the churches as an offering or stuff like that. So there's a lot of markets that the guys can usually get themselves involved with doing livestock. There's no wrongdoing if you want to start with the livestock, per se. It's all depending on what you want to do. If you get the nice research done and you go to your place and you tell them, listen, okay, this is what I want to do. I want to invest in my community. I want to get them proper stock. I want to have them also have nice stock in the future. Then it's a way to go. Or you're going to do it like... I need to supply my people with meat and the thing is they can come and buy the meat directly from me or they can go and buy it at the abattoir where I supply the abattoir or the feedlot with my stuff or you bring it to the auction to sell it here for whatever reason the guy wants to buy it like I say we've got guys that wants to buy it for slaughtering offerings or anything here. We have concentrated on the commercial operations and specifically markets 
But are there markets for small-scale farmers as well? For a small-scale farmer that has about, let's say, 10 goats, 10 sheep or 10 cattle, he can also do the same marketing as the guys that I mentioned above. He can also supply for the meat industry, for the feedlots. He can bring his stuff to the auction to be sold. He can sell his stuff out of hand by the place where he stays. So it's no problem to start farming on a small scale. The thing that I can say is if you start with goats and sheep, you're going to have a lot more goats and sheep than actually having cattle at the year end. So the thing is where cattle gives only birth to one calf a year because it takes about nine months for them to conceive, where, for instance, for a goat, it only takes them about six months to conceive their first young ones. And the thing is with a goat... And a sheep, usually they give birth to twins or they give birth to a single one. Sometimes in rare cases, they give birth to triplets and quadruplets. So it all depends on what the guy wants to do. If he wants to do farming, farming, then for breeding purposes, goats and sheep is a quick way to make money. Unfortunately, they just die easily from hard water and stuff like that, as cattle don't. But cattle also can get hard water and stuff. But... If a guy is on small-scale farming, he can start with any amount of sheep and goats that he wants to. And after a year, he's going to have more sheep and goats than he's actually going to have cattle. Not that I'm pushing cattle away or giving it a bad name. I'm also a big Bonsmara and White Brahman fan. I love my cattle as well as Borans. But for me as an up-and-coming farmer, I started with goats. And I, I started with 10. I'm already on 25 now. And it's about, let's say, about six months ago where I started with the Kalaris as where I sold my Burgos last year. So for me, the best way to start as an up-and-coming farmer, it would be if I want to have quick money or a quick business, then yeah, it's uh, goats and sheep. Uh, if you want to have a long process or a long investment, then basically cattle is the way to go. Are there any legal requirements for farmers who are interested in livestock markets that they should be aware of? Basically, what everybody needs to know or as you as up-and-coming farmer needs to get is a brand mark or a branding identification brand mark certificate. So basically what that means is it's a tattoo or a brand that you give your cattle or your sheep or your goats. And that is to say you are the owner of that property. So if your livestock gets stolen and you don't have that identification on them, then it's going to take a long process for you to get your livestock back. Because most of the guys, they steal the cattle and the sheep that don't have the identification on and they come sell it by the auctions, to the feedlots, to any type of place that they want to. And to get that stuff with no identification, it's always hard sore and a, a pain for some people. So our requirements always when they bring livestock to the auctions is that you always have to brand your cattle and your sheep and the goats always have to have a tattoo inside the ear. So usually what you do is you go to the NTK or you go to your nearest agricultural place where they sell feeds and all livestock equipment. Usually they have branding irons for the cattle and usually they have a tattoo gun with the digits of your brand mark or your identification brand mark and stuff there. So the requirement is if you bring your livestock here to the auction, we'll check the ears. If there's identification inside that ear that shows that is yours, we book it into the auction and we only make a copy of your brand mark certificate and your ID and then you can sell your cattle, sheep or goats here by our place. So basically that's the legal requirements that we have to have if you want to sell cattle or goats or sheep out of hand. And you must always bear in mind that there must always be a removal certificate with you when traveling or taking your cattle to the abattoir or to the feedlots or to the auction. 
If you don't have that removal certificate, the guys for stock theft as well as the police can have the authority to pull you over by the road and check your identification if it's right, if the cattle are burnt or not. So basically that's our legal requirements that we always tell the people to have with them if they're traveling on the road or if they bring the stuff to us at the auction grounds. Basically it's a big pain but we all have to abide by the rules. That is how it's stated in the police forum as well as the stock theft documents. What is your advice to farmers? And what should they always take into consideration when it comes to livestock markets? What the guys always have to bear in mind, we as marketing agents are here and we usually get all the necessary information of how much the weaners are this week and how much the land prices are this week and stuff. So if you need any information regarding to sell your cattle this week or sheep or goats or what you want to sell, Bear in mind, come and see us, come and give us a call. Like I say, all our marketing agents are always helpful and always will help you with the right necessary information that you need the day that you want yourself to sell your livestock and stuff. So basically what you need to do is you can even follow the the guys on YouTube. You can check AMT livestock pricing. They usually tell you how much grain prices are, how much the cattle prices are, how much lamb prices are. It's always a nice thing to have as well as us as marketers. We always tell you, listen, this is a great time to sell. The prices are this way. And the thing is, we always give the client service that we will come out to the farm even to come and check your cattle to give your honest opinion of what you can sell now. This you can't sell now because you must feed it to get it nice and fat. Or this one is pregnant now. So if you want to sell it, we can sell it as a cow that is pregnant. Then we can certify it by the vets or stuff like that. There's always that necessary channels that we can take as a marketing agent to help you guys and get you to understand this is how the markets work and this is how it works with all the stuff. And also we're here for any information. If the guys always has any questions, I'm here, my father is here, my father is Janine de Beer, he's both with me here by Andre Kok and Sien Polokwane, so we're father and son business here. So yeah, we are always here to help everybody. Even if the guys want uh, uh, the, the nice breeding bulls and stuff, we can always give our opinions like this is a nice cow or bull to buy. And yeah, like I say, we are here. So the guys can always ask us for information. Thanks, Octavia. And thanks so much for joining us here on Farmers Inside Track. Jean de Beer, Livestock Marketer for Andre Kok and Cien Auctioneers in Polokwane. Now, before we let you go, we celebrate this week's hashtag soil sister, livestock farmer, Lalisile Lenong. She shares more about how her journey started and her aspirations to become a full-time farmer. I started in 1991, this business as a hobby at the backyard of my house. And I used to buy seeds and plant cabbage, spinach, and sell it to my neighbors, friends, and relatives. So what inspired me to have a farm is because my grandparents have farming in Donaldson. They had mixed farming. At that time, I was still working full-time, as I'm still working now. I'm working in a company that sells uh, cleaning and hygiene products. And prior to that, I also am an engineer by profession, but I couldn't get a job in that field. So I was working in sales, got experience in sales, key account manager and customer services. In 2022 last year, there was a guy who was selling pigs. So I thought this is the right time for me to venture into farming because he was selling all 24 pigs. So I bought all 24 pigs out of my pocket without any funding. So I had to take those pigs to a new home in Donaldson. So I started with two employees that look after my pigs. It's not easy for me because I'm still staying in Gauteng and I have to go to Donaldson 
twice a month. That's why I've decided to quit my job. I'm slowly transitioning to be a, a full-time farmer. That was, of course, livestock farmer Gladys Lelenong, and she's one of the phenomenal women selected to participate in the 2023 Hashtag Sister program. You can catch her full interview on www.foodformzanzi.co.za and on Foodform Zanzi's YouTube channel. And that's a wrap. Remember to subscribe to our podcast on your favorite platform so you never miss an episode. From Ido Numdu, Octavius Bandil, our technical producer Megan van der Fent, and the rest of the hashtag Team Food from Zanzi, thanks for listening. Bye for now. Life in South Africa can be a lot. I mean, scroll through Twitter for a minute and tell me I'm wrong. Thank God for South Africans though, right? We're inspiring, and even on the bad days, we fight back with a smile. That's why I love Food Form Zanzi so much. They're not ashamed to celebrate the ordinary unsung heroes who work every day to put food on our nation's tables. Go to foodformzanzi.co.za and never miss an inspiring story.